0: Welcome, you're listening to the 919 Podcast, the only podcast all about the over 1.5 million people living in and transforming the triangle of North Carolina. I'm your host, John Carter, and I hope everyone has had a great transition back in the fall. So if you're listening to this, we fell back just a few days ago because of daylight savings. And I got to say, this is maybe the first year I've actually felt a little tinge of SAD or the seasonal effectiveness disorder. Uh, it's dark like immediately after work and the morning too. And you know, I normally try to spend as much time outside as possible, but it gets difficult this time of year. But uh, we do have the holidays to look forward to and to these podcasts for your commute or doing chores around the house. So hope this can brighten your week. Uh, speaking of cool episode today, I talk with the owners of Emilio's Italian restaurant. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I've had another restaurant centered episode or two with Brewery Bavana and a place at the table. And I don't do these too often. Uh, I don't want to seem like I'm just doing a you know one giant commercial uh, for the restaurant. Um, so I only focus on really what I would call important, uh, ones or ones that have had an impact on the area. So for example, you know, brewery Bavana was at the time, uh, on the top five, uh, five new restaurants, according to Forbes in the world, which is pretty cool. And then a place at the table when it was just about to open or had just opened, I think when, when I did the interview with them, uh, this is the first pay as you can restaurant uh, in Raleigh so pretty groundbreaking there and then the Meteos. if you're from the Raleigh area I mean this has had a ton of history with North Carolina State University it's over there on Western Boulevard and has pretty much become I'd say the mecca of NC State sports uh, at least for restaurants um, some pretty important people have come through there including Jim Valvano Russell Wilson Zach Galifianakis and more and I promise they didn't pay me But they did feed me, and it was very good. So you'll hear, uh, while we're recording, you'll hear restaurant noises in the back. But I don't think that's incredibly distracting. In fact, I think it adds a good ambiance uh, to the episode. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to start doing this. At the start of future um, podcasts, I will answer any five-star review question. So here's what that means. If you give a five-star rating on iTunes and ask your question in the review, I will read and answer it here on the podcast it can be you know the questions can be about past episodes it can be about myself my what I like uh, something really anything you can think of ask it I will definitely answer it Um, cool so we'll start doing that uh, probably next episode but with that let's go to my conversation with Dave Parker Jill Parker and David Harris Okay, I'm here at Emilio's Italian Restaurant off Western Boulevard, here with Dave Parker, Jill Parker, and David Harris. Guys, thanks for being on the 919 Podcast. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about the restaurant, its history, NC State Sports. Uh, actually, let's pause there. Uh, if you guys have listened to the podcast, you know that uh, I interview people. Uh, around the triangle not all of them are NC State fans but I feel like I'm in a very safe place here because I am an NC State fan I have to I have to be very appreciative of all the other schools you know down 40 but uh anyway I'm, I feel you know very safe at <laughs> home. yes we're all God's people that's yeah. the way I look at it that's right that's right but I'm very happy to be in an NC State restaurant so it feels very NC State uh, anyway uh, very excited to talk about the restaurant of course and NC State sports history uh, would love to get into though your journeys to the triangle uh, and then the the restaurant itself so Jill let's start with you uh, how did you get to be in the triangle how did you get to be here
1: I was born here okay at the old Rex Hospital okay and then I was born in this restaurant and haven't left <laughs>
2: <laughs> well you can go home for dinner? Yeah, yeah. Well, you might you might want to say
0: who your daddy is. Uh, I'm, I'm so is your sorry. dad someone important? Or uh, uh, my <laughs> dad is a meteor. Oh Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that, that's really cool. And then uh and David. Oh, I was going to say, how did you get to be in the Triangle and? um well, uh,
3: I've lived up and down the East Coast after uh, after college, and then I decided I wanted to go back to the city that I can just stay. And, live and raise kids so I picked Raleigh and uh, I had been in the restaurant business with TGF Fridays and Outback and Steak and Ale and I was actually looking to get out of the restaurant business but uh, it just brought me back so I ran the Con Keys for a couple years and then uh, my high school roommate and actually my college roommate and high school uh, buddy we uh, bought a restaurant called Remington Grill and That was like 22 years ago, so we developed that and brought it up. So,
0: So what led you to Emidio's?
3: Well, actually, I was eating here. I I was a regular customer, uh, and I met their old partner, Jill, who's also Emidio's daughter. Jan. Uh, Jan. 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 (laughs) And uh, so we just got to talking, and I think uh, there were some hard times going on then. This was right after, this was in 2000. 10 right after, you know, the hard economy slip in 2008, and uh, we just got to talk, and I think they're having a hard time, so uh, they decided to sell it to me, and and I thought it would be a, you know, a great restaurant to try to rebuild and build it back for, you know, for the community and the NC State fans.
0: And how great that you're a regular customer and just got to, you know, actually build up a restaurant that you you love, and oh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. All right, well, Dave, how did, how'd you get to be in the Triangle, and...
2: Here, I was a freshman at NC State in 1981, <clears throat> so that's what got me here. Um, and then um, my buddies and I would hang out here at the Medias back in the 80s, mid 80s, and uh, I met Jill uh, in 1987, and we got married in 1989. And we
0: just never—I never left. I put down <laughs> roots right here in Raleigh. Were you were you an employee here uh, previously or No. I yeah. mean
2: I've a little bit here and there just you know but
0: not much at all. But uh,
3: now Dave has done all the pictures in here in the museum. Yeah, and
0: in, in fact, we right before the podcast, we just went on a, a tour of the entire restaurant, and there, I think the, every single wall it seems is covered with pictures. So we definitely need to talk about that in, here in a second. So that, that's, that's a, a job in itself, trying <laughs> all the memorabilia. Yeah, that's my claim to fame is the memorabilia. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. Absolutely uh well great so let's talk about the start of a when did it open how what did the restaurant look like then okay everyone's pointing to jill so yeah (laughs) um it
1: opened in 1963 and it opened up as a sub shop um and it sat 12 people um then my dad got my grandmother and um his grandmother's recipes, and then they just started, and then over the years they knocked out walls and um, just expanded to what it is today.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so it was really originally just Italian, like Italian sub. Like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. anything else, or pretty much just just subs for just a while. Subs
1: for a while.
0: When when did it expand to be, you know how? It's across many rooms now, a mm-hmm. uh, big part of the, sh- the shopping center. Uh, so when, d- when did it expand to be more than just that sub-shop area?
1: Probably in the 70s.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I mean, it really, it really made a, a, a big jump in the early 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the 60s it stayed, as Jill just described. Um, but then it expanded over to, to the dining room. That, that we're sitting in right now um, and then over the bar they opened up the bar in the 70s the original bar um, and then uh, in 1990 the, uh, the bar they moved the bar from the original spot over to where it is today so and it's pretty much ever since then it's been about the same footprint I think we added the Jimmy V room which is in the back of the bar um, mm-hmm. that we I showed you a little while ago but uh, but other than that, since the, since the early 90s, it's been that's about as big as it is right
0: now. Yeah, and I, I think going to your point, I mean, it's impossible to talk about the restaurant without talking about NC State. So, and this tradition started with Emidio himself, and he, he played for the NC State team, right? I, yes. I think I saw a picture, okay. Yes. Yep. So, so Dave,
2: you, yeah, you can talk about let's that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, well, Emidio is originally from Reading, Pennsylvania and he was a high school football star up there and he wanted to play at Penn State um, like everybody else did up there <laughs> and um, he uh, he was on campus up there visiting um, and uh, he wasn't making a whole lot of progress up there but there was a Penn State um, former player and a former coach up at Penn State that took a new job down at little North Carolina State College <laughs> in Raleigh North Carolina and uh, the folks there at Penn State pointed a media toward those folks and I'm referring to Earl Edwards and Smaltz. 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 Um, and uh, so they connected and um, his freshman year uh, he agreed to come down but he wasn't he didn't ha- he didn't have a scholarship his, very, his freshman year, he did not have a scholarship, so he had to work in the cafeteria here at NC State to earn
0: that scholarship. Where, where, is the cafeteria? Is it Clark or Fountain? No, or, no, it's uh, like, well, no, it's No, it's the building's that. still
2: there. Uh, it's over there near Holiday Hall. Oh, okay. Yeah, Light it's north right north off of Pullen Road. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, on the east side. I, by the way, I um, I was in a dorm all four years along Pullen Road. Yeah, oh. I know it's very rare nowadays, but I just love being on campus. Uh, but I was in. Like uh, Gold Hall, right there, just uh-huh. long and so, uh, so yeah. And cool. of course,
2: the football stadium was right there behind sign right. Dorm. Right. Right? Slime, we call it Slime, but yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, but it was all there: the the, ca- the cafeteria, the um, uh, the locker rooms. Well, actually, they used the lo- the locker rooms were were at Reynolds Coliseum. Um, but um, but he came down and um, and played. F- 1954 was his first year. He got a scholarship his sophomore year. And he ended up being all ACC. That's right, um, yeah. and they won a championship,
0: right? They, they won the the nineteen fifty seven ACC championship. They sure did. So he was he was very much. I was gonna say, um, was there, he, him coming from that fandom and like obviously being very pumped up from the championship? Did uh, when he started the restaurant was the restaurant all like very much immediately uh, centered around NC State sports? not so much okay so let's talk about that it just
1: no it just was a just an Italian restaurant Um, and then I guess when Dave came into the picture he had a vision of what he wanted his father-in-law's restaurant to look like and he just started slowly adding pictures Um, at that point there were so many coaches that would come down here Jimmy Valvano George Tarantini um,
2: Bob Guzzo Bob Guzzo Sam Esposito All the, the Italians All the
1: Italians would be <laughs> down here So then that's where that idea came from And yep. it just yeah. turned into you know, I mean the way I've
2: always kind of told that is when, when I was in school here in the 80s We loved to come here and uh, my buddies and I and the reason was because of what Joel just said the coaches were just in and out of here all the time and it was just you know we were big fans of course and you never know who you'd see but they did there were some pictures I mean I would say 20 percent of what's on the wall now uh, was on the wall then maybe 10 percent there was so there were some pictures but not a lot was a lot of pictures of pasta and posters of Italy there was a lot of that going on too Um, but it was when Valvano died in '93, is when I just kind of got the idea to just take it up to a different level, um, cover
0: every single wall. Yeah, with. and it took a long time. I mean, it, it wasn't overnight for sure. Yeah, so that, that evolved over time. But I mean, it helped with with coaches coming in. It just mm-hmm. became a, it became the, I mean, probably the spot for any NC State like a lot, coach of or, a lot of recruits, lot of recruits coming in. in yeah business. and we
2: make a, we make a big deal out of it today for the last several years especially with Twitter um, you know when we update the pictures like I told you you know the criteria is first team all ACC um, and we'll put a picture on the wall I'll tweet it out I'll take a picture of it tweet it out um, and just kind of say congratulations to Bradley Chubb or whoever right, you know right. and uh, and it gets a ton of response because it it's a big deal Yeah. I mean, and yeah there's, there's a lot of good it's, it's uh, players to come yeah. through. it's a real honor uh, and a lot of people appreciate that um, But and then every once in a while if I can get a hold of some of these people uh, I, I'm just using Bradley Chubb as an example but if I can get them here um, we'll do we'll, we'll put it on the wall in their presence like on a Friday night or a Saturday night I've done it a couple times and oh. I'll kind of like say excuse me everybody excuse uh, me everybody this is uh, Bradley Chubb, and he's being honored tonight. You know, it's a, you know, it's a lot of fun to do that.
0: Uh, speak. Has he just now? That you've mentioned him as he come through, or you're trying to? You think maybe when he comes back, or
1: he I hasn't come he through since he um, went on to Denver.
0: Or, has, yeah,
1: went pro, but um, he used to come down here a lot. <laughs> Russell Wilson came down here a lot.
3: Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. Mike Glennon.
1: Mike Glennon still comes down here yeah. with his family. And Philip Rivers, yeah. so it's always, you know, really cool to see.
0: I, I was just thinking about this. You know, there's a there's um I don't know who started it, but there's a movement right now to get all the NC State uh, NFL quarterbacks that are active right now to come back. Mm-hmm. And if that was the case, they should also. Come to Amenia, that be really, that'd be really yes. cool? Yeah, <laughs> I know you, we would agree. <laughs> we would
3: definitely get a complimentary dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You think you'd give them? Uh, yeah, definitely, and the
0: family, so. and yeah, the family. Um, that, that's really cool. Okay, well, uh, we're gonna pause there, take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk more about um, who's come to the restaurant, um, what what the restaurant's like, what does it look like, and um, go from there. Hey 919ers, this episode is brought to you by Ashley Quinn of Fonville-Morrissey Premier Agents Network. If you're wanting to put down roots in the triangle, look no further than Ashley Quinn. She actually helped my wife and I buy our first home. We were super stressed about the home buying process and honestly, we just needed someone to hold our hands and tell us what to do. And that's exactly what Ashley did. She worked quickly to get us the home we wanted, even with other people making offers. And she can sell your current home uh, if you want to do that too. You can reach her by emailing her at ashley at ashquinn.com. That's A-S-H-Q-U-I-N-N dot com. Okay, well, we're back. Um, Really long break. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, there isn't a visual component to the podcast, but, um, and Dave, we just were able to go on a a quick tour of of the whole restaurant, but maybe give, um, try to paint a picture for people that have never stepped in what what to expect when they do step foot inside the restaurant well if um,
2: if you've never been here before uh... and you don't really have any expectation of the place uh... you'll walk in and, and look at that look at all the pictures and it'll take you aback i mean you'll you, you know you're in nc state territory that's for sure um, and you know it's a it's I wouldn't it's not a huge restaurant but it's got you know different rooms and you have to it's like a, almost like a maze getting around from one end to the other and um, and every little nook and cranny's got pictures I mean it's we've had newspaper uh, when teams come in from out of town um, I'm trying to remember who, who this team was but they were they were from Texas uh, I think it was Texas El Paso or something like that they had a sports writer from 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 where they're where they where they're from and he came into a media and he wrote this big article uh, for his home newspaper um, about this restaurant that he happened to just go into and he just couldn't
0: believe it but it's just anybody when you first walk in you're gonna get that sense that it's it's Wolfpack Corners for sure yeah special and looking around there's there's banners uh, too I mean not just pictures but uh, banners some I think there was original part of the Reynolds Coliseum, is that right?
2: Yeah, the, the banners that are in the bar today um, are the original banners uh, from Reynolds Coliseum okay. before they moved over to PNC Arena in 1999. There's three of them there today. We had, we had five. We had the National Championship banners too up until about, what, two years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. The university wanted the National Championship banners back when when they renovated Reynolds and built that Hall of Fame in the front of Reynolds so if you go there today uh, those national championship banners are on the wall um, and uh, there's a little plaque they were nice enough to put a little plaque on each one of those banners and uh, it says something to the effect you know thanks to a Meteos for hanging on to these pictures for the last or banners for the last 12 years yeah so
0: that was nice of them to do that that's cool um, so I think we mentioned earlier, a lot of, a lot of, um, uh, pretty important people have come through here. So Jimmy V, he was a, was he regular of the oh, yes. restaurant? Yeah. Oh yes. Did you, you got to meet him? I, I
1: was probably around 15 years old the first time that I met him, but I used to wait on him and um, he never tipped. <laughs> 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 so anyway, he never, he never paid anything either. Yeah. He ne- he never paid for right. a, a meal. Um, but that would be yeah. The he might be one the of the,
0: media wouldn't let him. Oh yeah, I, I'm, he's probably one of the few people I could get away with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> so talk I mean, talk to me about him. So um, big personality, right? Big
1: personality. Was he
0: everything you you'd expect? Yes. Okay.
1: And he he was a sweet guy. Um, when he got sick, um, you know, I would run into him, and he was just so humble, and hmm. that's what I remember really most about you know him at. The end of his life, though, but he was just very humble and great guy.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Any other? When you think of like who's come through the restaurant, and we've mentioned a few of them, but any ones that stand out to you?
3: Zach Mm -hmm. Galifianakis
0: worked (laughs) worked here. Did he really?
1: Yeah, Zach Galifianakis did. Um, He was funny then, just as funny then as he (laughs) is now. but the, there's just been so many.
3: Scotty McCreary.
1: Scotty McCreary would come, come here, in here I was going to
3: say, he didn't work here. No. He okay, no. Right. But he, he came through a lot. He sneak
1: in. Um, Bobby Crimmins. Um, just, just so many people yeah. have been in here.
2: Now, when Valvano was here, uh, whenever NBC or ABC would come here and, and do a game, he would bring, you know, like ESPN, Dick Vitale would mm-hmm. come down in here and. Um, see what were some of those uh, the, the big announcers uh, that were uh, Billy Packer and you know they would all come down here just on, on occasion whenever they were in town he'd, he'd bring them here um, but you yeah, know there's politicians Jim Jim Hunt used to come down here all the time Roy um, Cooper yep. yeah matter of fact
1: yeah. we haven't seen Roy Cooper in a while so need to get
2: him over here we need to
1: get him back over yeah. here yeah
2: yes. Yeah. a lot of the Carolina Hurricanes um, Would come over here every once in a while.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw a Stanley Cup. Yeah, we have a booth. uh, Booth for that. We have a Carolina Hurricanes booth. Nice. Nice. It probably would not fit the team. (laughs) 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 Might fit the coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's cool. So, so I think it's really interesting. And you you talked about different uh, sports announcers and um, you know different college game days or something. But this has become you know I. I think it's fair to say this is the spot to come before, during, or after games, right? So how has that evolved over time? Everyone's. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, when, you know, with the
2: media having the history with the university that he does, um, and a media, too, is the type of person, he's so gregarious and people just love him. You know, mm. people are just drawn to him. Um, and when he um, opened up the restaurant in 1963, he was also an assistant coach on the, on the football team. So he was juggling both of those at the same time, you wow. know, through mo- a lot of the 60s. Um, so because of that relationship he had with the university, um, like I was saying before, there was just athletes and coaches were just always here. And probably for a lot of the same reasons that I used to have, I would come here because it was just, like I said, you, you never know who you'd see. Mm-hmm. And it just became part of game day for a lot of people. Now, there's some other places around on this part of uh, Raleigh that are also very popular on game day. But, um, but I think Amedeo's um, is the predominant like, game day place to come, either before or after. And even even during games, we have a great special for away games. You know, If you come, come to Amedeo's to watch an away game um, you get half price pizza. Oh,
0: that's good to know. Yeah. So let's stop there for a second. Obviously we just, I mean, there's a ton of restaurants to go to in Raleigh, but, um, and I think Dave, you, you said this before the, this, the atmosphere is the cherry on top to the, the food. So let's talk about the food because I'm, I'm starting mm. to get hungry, but yeah, let's, let's talk about the food for a second. Okay. Yeah. David, so yeah, what, what's what's popular here? It, obviously, it's Italian. Um, so, is it it's family recipes, right? That's, that's right. That's right.
3: When I um, when I came into the business in 2010, uh, there were no recipes written down anywhere. But uh, we had some <laughs> some long term employees that you know knew them and uh, were making them. So I finally had to get them in writing, and uh, you know I tweaked a few of them. Um, made the marinara like a total vegetarian. Uh, sauce and, but the lasagna i would say is probably the most popular uh, item that we have here it's put in a metal tin and then it's baked with cheese on top so it's unlike anywhere else that i've seen but you can get lasagna um, really and then the <laughs> chicken parm of course you know everything's made home you know homemade fresh mm-hmm. you know, type of food but uh, all the red sauce items are pretty popular um now, the white sauce, the Polo medio, uh, which is a uh, chicken alfredo, is very popular, too.
0: And then um, you said pizza, so that's pizza. that's pretty good here, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pizza's yeah. pretty popular. <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty um, does, does the restaurant still sell subs, the original mm-hmm. stuff that medio would mm-hmm. sell? Okay. Yeah. Some the originals. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. a good question, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So the original, but...
3: We have an Italian sub and a meatball sub, uh chicken, chicken sandwich... Uh, Italian sausage, mm-hmm. and then some of those sandwiches She's are dead.
2: named after Jill's family members. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, any after you?
0: No, no. Oh, wow. well, we need to fix were. that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Just call it the Jill or something. We would have to name a salad after her. She loves the salad. I love the salads. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love our salad dressings well, here. So let's talk through that. So, is what's your favorite item?
1: My favorite item would be the meatballs the Maybe bread, one. and then the blue cheese salad. <laughs>
3: okay, gotcha. That's not exactly a salad. <laughs> the blue cheese dressing. <laughs> blue cheese dressing. <laughs> it's all homemade. Okay. Probably has 30 ingredients. Cheesecake. Oh my gosh, cheesecake. Yeah. Cheesecake. David, David, what's yours? We'll definitely have a lasagna. Lasagna, yeah, classic. I, t- I try not to eat one every day, so. <laughs> David?
2: I like the chicken cacciatore, if I yeah. pick one, and the cheesecake.
0: Cheesecakes to die for. So, so if people are coming here for the first time, they should, what, try... try oh, say Lasagna. Lasagna, lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and cheesecake. And cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, That's great.
1: We always joke around, like, at lunch, because everybody that comes in here, you know, it's real easy to wait on tables some days because everybody orders lasagna, blue cheese, mm-hmm. and sweet tea. Oh, okay. That makes
0: and sense. And you can't go wrong with that. No. Mm-hmm. No. So one of the final questions is just, you know, what I think, talking through everything, what do you think has kept Amedeo such a stable for so long? You know, some rest, all our restaurants, they have some of the memorabilia. They might serve, you know, good Italian food, but what does a media do differently? Well, we, we make um,
3: definitely having the best quality food a priority and the best service. I mean, that's, that's where it all starts, really. And then, you know, the decor is, is nice and cool, but you know, trying to have the very best possible food that we can serve and the best service is mm-hmm. just our, our key. Taking care of the customers.
1: And the customers, you know, they they feel like family, you know, when they come in. And we want to make their experience here.
2: There's a lot of repeat customers here. It's unbelievable. Some some of them have been coming since the 60s. Mm-hmm. A lot of them.
3: Like Bill, Bill Leslie. uh from yeah. the news he proposed to his wife here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of those, a lot mm-hmm. of those stories, you know, mm-hmm. as you go around and talk to people. So yeah. When I first came to college, I, I came here first. Mm-hmm. And, just, mm-hmm. and they're still eating here. And our here. first date.
2: Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. That's well, cool. I could pretty much say the same thing with Jill. I met her here. Yeah,
0: this so. <laughs> is a very important spot. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. Guys, that's all I had prepared, but I'd love to t- talk some actual NC State sports for for a second. So, <laughs> this is fresh off <laughs> Saturday. Okay. Um, does NC State make a bowl game this year? No. No? So, we need two more wins, right? we no, at four. Yep. Okay. And you got Clemson this week, so that's yep. going to be a tough
2: one. Right. I mean, if, if you'd have asked me that a week ago, I might have said maybe. Um, but, you know, I'm... I um <clears throat> I, I never had I didn't have really high expectations going into this year just because we lost so many um, players we lost Senna Finley up. and uh, lost some folks on the defense some of those new to offensive NFL. coordinator too that was huge the, yeah, the yeah. offensive coordinator uh, the offensive line coach is uh, gone so there was, it was definitely going to be a transition year but. A lot of us state fans that have been paying attention to it also knew that Doran was recruiting very well, and he. It appeared that he was developing his the, the talent very well, and he I think he is, um, and um, so there was still some optimism, especially after the first couple games. You know, we, we started out two and zero. Um, we weren't blowing their doors off those first couple games, but it was solid. Other than ECU, well, the ECU, yeah. <laughs> a bl- well, it we didn't a blow good one. On that. Yeah. <laughs> Last year's ECU game, that was blowing the doors off. But that um, was but, also Brian Finley. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. But we just, but the problem, the real problem this year is the injuries. We just been, we've had a ton of injuries this year, uh, especially on the defensive side. And, uh, well, there's
3: a lot of ACC teams that are up, too, that are playing really well, yeah.
2: which is, you know, it's hard to win well, Forest, I can't believe White Forest right now. They're, they're really
0: playing well. Yeah, so I'm from Winston-Salem, so they were all – I didn't really care too much until I got to State about college sports, but they were, like, the default team I rooted for. So I'm <laughs> glad they're doing well at the same time. I, I wish, you know, NC State could – yeah, you want – and it feels like a, almost a down year for the ACC in general, so you kind of want NC State yeah. to, like – you know, take over a little bit, but
2: well, I mean, uh, who who are we going to beat? We got we have to win two more games. So Georgia Tech, um, and who else? Is we there? could. I mean, th- there's there's some toss ups there. Everybody's a toss up right now. Louisville at the beginning of the season, we would have thought that we could beat them, but right. they're they're playing really well. Mm-hmm. Carolina's playing much better this year. Uh, <laughs>
3: we have, we have to have a quarterback stand up stand out you know that's you know especially going into the end of the season because you got to have somebody for next year you know that you're still developing and yeah you
2: know. well I hope leary's the guy um, he started yesterday right uh, he, he was third string at the beginning of the season um, but uh, he's uh, very very talented um, he, he struggled yesterday but um, but he's a red shirt freshman so he's got four years so we'll see hopefully he can um, you know, take a step forward. And.
3: Well, I think Bam Knight's definitely an NFL caliber running back too. So we got a lot of. And he's running. been hurt
2: a lot this year. He pulled a hamstring earlier this year, so he has not been a hundred percent. But um,
3: it's a lot of talent. Yeah, there is talent. There is talent. What about
0: um, basketball? How far are we going in the tournament? I think I think everyone pretty much agrees NC State's getting into the tournament, but how far are we going? Well, that's always the whole, the hard all to say. Um,
2: I mean, a lot of it depends on Funderburk. Uh, if yeah. Funderburk comes back, and I think the general
0: consensus is that he will, it's just a matter of when. Uh, so so for, for the general public who doesn't know why he was... Uh, not suspended what was the um, what's the word or I guess it was suspended
2: yeah he was suspended I don't know all the details I just know it had something to do with parking tickets and um, the car like a tire boot yeah right. the boot yeah <laughs> I don't he I think he tried to take the boot off or he tried to drive the car with you know or something I don't know which is impressive if he could drive but the I mean car. that's pretty common knowledge I mean everyone yeah. with a red hat on knows that story <laughs> but um, Anyway, but hopefully he comes back. Because he's a good kid. I've always, everything I've always heard about him is that he's a good kid. Um, so, but if he comes back, he's very
3: talented. That doesn't sound like enough to suspend somebody. My goodness.
0: Well, Parking tickets and a boob. I they won't <laughs> let you graduate if you have a parking ticket, though. So, and I think Kevin has some pretty high standards for the team. So, maybe that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Keats is but, tough, though. I mean, he, yeah. runs
2: a, he runs a tight ship. So, I respect I like it. I like him a lot. Does he come
0: through, actually? No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Westmore. Good. It's kind of expected. Like yes. if, you're a, if you're an NC State coach, you better yes. come on down. So that's that's actually one thing that we should have mentioned earlier. But
2: uh, catering, Jill does all of the catering here, and she does a ton of catering over with. Uh, Full State's campus with the teams. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so Wes Moore has got her phone number, so if he needs anything, mm-hmm. he just gives her a he call. He just calls me. <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> might, I might be at home, but. <laughs> we
3: do a lot of
2: visiting teams also. Yeah. yeah,
3: They yeah. can trust us to give them good things. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 So
0: that's cool. Uh, anything we haven't talked about that you guys want to cover it?
1: I think we did a great job. Oh you did a great job. <laughs>
0: Uh, guys, I've taken way too much of your time, but thanks so much. I've enjoyed every minute of it. It's good to be back. I think you just gained a, another um, uh, repeat customer, and my wife needs to join me next time. But uh, yeah, thanks can so I much. say
2: one more thing? Let's kind of re- yes,
0: redo yes, re- yes, this last part. Sure. Okay?
2: Um, um, in terms of credit, you know, you asked you asked a little while ago. You know, the success of this place. Um, there's really two two groups that deserve the credit, and number one is Jill's family, the D'Angelo's family. Um, the um, Her family, you know, they all worked here, they didn't just own it, but the whole family worked down here, and and uh, spouses, and girlfriends, and boyfriends, I mean, they were all here, grandchildren, cousins, um, and that's part of the customer service that, that uh, David Harris was referring to a minute ago, is that people just got to know that family really well um, and and they enjoyed that film because they're all they're of course Italian and they're very funny and gregarious and loving and you know everything that you, know, you, you always hear about So that's number one number two is David Harris um, you know, we really didn't get into much of the situation from 2010 but um, but David Harris came in and to much to his credit, he, he mentioned that he came in here and literally saved this restaurant because um, it was it was going to close probably. Um, but he saved that re- saved this restaurant and he didn't change anything. You know he, he knew that this restaurant um, as as it was had the potential to be extremely successful, um, and he came in and you know did some things that needed to be done um, mostly on the backside the back end of the restaurant um, but on the front end with the food and the customer service and the family thing you know that Jill's still here and um, you know so I, I give David a lot of credit um, yes for for yes. doing that if it, if it wasn't for him David Harris sitting right here with us right now um,
0: this place wouldn't be here today okay. Thanks, Thanks Thank David. <laughs> Thank that's the truth That's awesome all right well guys thanks so much uh for this yeah i've been i've enjoyed every time you know we've been talking i've kind of just taken a look at all the pictures even in the small room we're in so i've enjoyed that and uh we'll definitely be coming back so thanks so much for being on the 919 podcast all right thanks so much You just listened to my conversation with Dave Parker, Jill Parker, and David Harris at Amedeos. Follow the podcast on social medias, all of them, at The919Podcast. And don't forget to leave your five-star review questions. And until next time, thanks for listening.